I was too stunned to speak, and apparently so was Brad. We both stared, mouths open, as the man approached us. Then we silently watched as he switched his beer from his right hand to his left, wiped his now-empty palm on his pants leg, and held it out to Brad. "'Jack's Montgomery,' he said with a hint of a southern accent. "'I'm really looking forward to working with you.' Brad didn't move or speak. He just continued to stare at the man as if he were an alien. After a long pause with his proffered hand unshaken, Jack's Montgomery shoved it into his pants pocket and said, "'Aren't you two the new couple on Sands?' "'No,' Brad replied, recovering his voice and his senses. "'And this is a restricted area.' He jumped up. "'You need to leave.' A wave of understanding crossed Jack's Montgomery's face. Oh, "'Please allow me to apologize. They told me they were adding a new couple to the show, and their first scene together was a marriage proposal. I just assumed—' "'Tap, tap, tap.' "'Can I have everyone's attention, please?' It was Kurt McElvoy, the president of the network's daytime television division, holding the microphone. If you'll excuse me, Jax said, taking the opportunity to disappear into the crowd. Brad swigged another glass of champagne, then grabbed my hand and led us toward the dance floor. This is not only a very proud day for Kristen Cummings, Kurt McElvoy bellowed into the microphone causing a horrible squeal that quieted the room much more effectively than his tapping had. But it's a very proud day for all of us at the network, and especially for all of you at Sands of Time. Now I'd like to take this opportunity to introduce, for the three of you in the room who don't already know her, he paused for polite laughter, which he received, the seductress of Cabot Township, and now Emmy voters too, Miss Kristen Cummings! The band began playing Nat King Cole's Unforgettable, and a spotlight appeared in the back of the room. In her floor-length, dusty rose evening gown, with her dark brown hair piled high on her head, and her ears glittering with enormous chandelier earrings, Kristen Cummings looked radiant. The spotlight followed her as the crowd parted, and she strode to the front of the room. Even in her silver stilettos, the size zero Cummings looked tiny next to the lanky Kurt McElvoy. He kissed her cheek and handed her the microphone, then stepped back into the shadows, leaving Kristen Cummings alone in the spotlight. She smiled magnanimously, the queen surveying her admiring court. Thank you, Kurt, she said, glancing back at him, for that glorious introduction. She blew him a kiss and turned to face the crowd again. And thank you all for coming here tonight to share in my special moment. When I started on Sands, fresh-faced and just out of Juilliard, I could never have imagined where my life would take me. When I realized her speech was going to outlast my bladder, I left Brad, who was already scanning the room searching for someone he could suck up to, to hunt for the ladies' room. I thought it'd be empty in here, I said to no one in particular when I joined the end of a surprisingly long line. I'd assumed that everyone would be listening to Kristen's speech, mesmerized by her beauty, if not by her words. Clearly, she had that effect only on men. The woman ahead of me turned around and shook her head, causing both her auburn curls and her huge bosom to bounce before settling back into their respective places. 
I recognized her as Morgan Jones, the angelic until forced by circumstances to turn evil character she played on Sands. I'd watched the show religiously when I was in high school, and my fixation continued through college. Now I caught it only on the rare day when I was homesick from work. You must not know Kristen, she said. Sugar, you could spend the rest of the night in this line, and when you made it back, that woman would still be talking. Apparently Morgan held a grudge, and who could blame her? As Tiffany Talbot, Kristen Cummings had stolen Morgan's husband, Jack, right after Morgan had given birth to twins. Morgan was already suffering from postpartum depression, and was so devastated when Jack left her for Tiffany that she swallowed half a bottle of sleeping pills. Morgan immediately regretted her suicide attempt and called Jack to save her.